last time on No Latency. I'm not happy about the way Trevor's been with me either, but at, at least humanely can't just leave him down there to die. Sana will turn around and head down, holding out his very heavy pistol. I did just tell you that this place is not abandoned. Maybe try listening next time. Don't let them eat each other. Cover your eyes. Do we hear any other sounds from this area? A subtle peeping. Hello. Welcome to Station 7. Ms. Pepeski. Experiments have been released. I've been alone for a while. The floating orb wiggles a little bit, looks at Iona again, and says, Executive Papescu? Afi, Afi, wonderful. Okay, so... It is nice to see you for a <laughs> second time. Yes, I'm sure that you were here last time. Um, Afi, what is your code? My designation is nine. Are these your friends, or do they need to be eradicated? No, these these are assistants. Yes, all four of them. All right, Iona, there's got to be some explaining to do. This is an AI that we use to run this facility. Oh, yeah, yeah, no Creeping problem. investors, the tour will begin after the facility is under control. Nine, please, please, uh, please make sure that that... that program doesn't run. We don't need any touring programs being run. You don't want to tour the facility? Well, what I... Without explaining everything, if you could just give us a blueprint or point us out to... Well, personally, I need to get to the fabrication room, which I know isn't on the tour, and then the control room as well. Fabrication is on basement three. Wonderful. All right. Well, that's... Basement 3 access has been blocked. By whom? A mass. All right, and that is the only... Biological in nature. Yes, yes, I'm sure it is. That is the only access to Basement 3? For security reasons, that is the only access to Basement 3. And without security reasons, what is the other access to Basement 3? Access... To the HVAC could work, but probably incredibly dangerous. Biotechnica is not responsible for injury or zombie-like bites. Or zombie-like bites. Terms and conditions apply. Wait. I mean, I was just gonna wait, but I mean, can anyone else explain what the fuck these creatures are? And obviously, I just heard something of what these creatures are. Did I hear that correctly? So, zombie-like is a term that we have coined from popular media. It is not... They are not zombies. Zombies aren't a real thing. They're not undead. They just didn't get focus-tested well? Zombie-like bikes were part of the court case, file number Z49732194278. Settlement arranged with victim. Yeah, we all know. We all know Romero versus New York State. It, it makes sense. But li- listen, the 
the term zombie is something that we we have to use for if someone gets hurt because that is that is the general term that people know. However, these are not what you would consider under popular culture as zombies. These people aren't undead. We're not dunks, all right? We're uh, this is fucked. The contracts are on the oh, file. Oh. They signed a contract. Oh. They hey. chose to be here. Would you like them? I didn't sign no contract to get my head swiped at by some shambling mass of sinew. No, and that is not a contract that you did sign. However, you did sign a contract to be tested on, which is what these people are here for. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. You're telling me that what I signed up for is what turned these poor souls into monstrous things? For this formula, yes, but you didn't sign up for this formula. Since this facility was created, our f- our formula has come a long way. We were still testing out the the waters on this particular formula to see how bad it would get. We didn't assume that this would be a successful run. Um, and but it what looks kind like- of side effects are the are people experiencing okay. with my formula? All right, okay. I don't know. I'm feeling a little I pissed get out off. My samurai sword, and I hold it up to Remy and to Jeb. Will you two shut up? The world is shit. People lie. It is a bad, terrible, fucked up world. Get used to it. Now are you going to whine and complain like little babies? Or are you going to do a goddamn job? All right, samurai. Calm down. You, you weren't oh the God. one that was... Stop your whining. I don't care. Are you going to do this job, or are you going to leave? Because the elevator's over there. I'm not doing this job for you, Samurai, and I'm not doing this job for you, Corpo. I'm doing this job. For, for your swallow. bird, yes, we know. It's overplayed. We understand. Oh, I have a poor, decrepit animal at home that I need to fix. Oh, oh, oh. your story's overplayed. Unregistered you need money. Must be reported to the local services. Is there an unregistered animal that we have to? No animals here. Nine. No. Nine. Nine. Please mute yourself for at least the next ten minutes. Thank you. You're getting awfully close to the edge of my nerves, there, Iona. You signed a contract. It's legally binding. Well, then let's finish it. Then there we go. There's your answer. I, I, I don't mean to interrupt. I, I know you asked me to be mute, you, you, you. Mute, muted, but uh, facility report is ready. I would love it. Thank you. Hop to cowboy. Basement two. Blockage detected. Involunteer processing and experimental application. Animal testing and fabrication. Basement three. Stasis unknown. Sensors offline. Fabrication is intact and locked. Restricted access requires codes. Shit. Uh, nine. Where are the access cards to the lower levels? I, I don't have one. Access card is with our last remaining attendant. Let me guess, he's zombified? Their last known location is fabrication. Shit. Basement three. Basement three. 
This wall is slightly the wrong angle. All right, nine. I'm going to request you be muted again. Thank you. All right, fine. I'm just going to push past uh, Sano's blade and just go walking. Go ahead, explore. I know you need to gather supplies or whatever. So on this floor, now that the fight has settled, there are three rooms. A large room to your left, with a big iron door, and the word incinerator written across the doorway. On your right, you can see AI control and AI fabrication. And just a little room over to your right diagonally is contamination control. Like a, a, a room to like clean when you come in and out of the, of the location that you're at. Well, I'm guessing I'm going to go ahead and go into the uh, AI room first. I'm going to follow. The AI orb follows you silently. All right. Go in. Careful, Remy. This room is really clean. Unlike the rest of the station that you've seen so far, this room seems to be reinforced. In the middle, there is a fabrication unit. It just says AI fabricator on it. Very simple. Mm -hmm. A charging station, which you notice has sort of a, a, a universal plug that probably charges the drone that's following you around right now. Um, and a various amounts of, like, sensors and radars and computers and things. There's a, a decent amount of kit in here. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, start taking what I can find and stuffing it inside my uh, carrying bag. Jib would like to do the same. Roll me a perception check. Jib's perception has been honed to a fine tip due to his exposure in the Badlands. And you see in the corner a locker. And just through the slots in the locker, you open it up, there's a lab coat. And on the lab coat is a pass that says elevator access. Where would you look at that? Well, friends, uh... Think you must have found 26 eddies. Oh, <laughs> good park with that. And a breath mint. Pop that rat into my mouth. <laughs> that somebody else seems to have eaten and put in their pocket. <laughs> Got a bit of hair, it's no problem. I'm going to have uh, this, uh, Mr. Yuckface shoot up on my uh, screen and just, yeah. Right, as you sort of mildly chuckle at Jeb eating used food from a, a, a lab coat that hasn't, has been hanging there for an indeterminate amount of time, uh, you discover some pretty useful parts, uh, including a, a, an, a spare AI ocular eyeball um, and a broken but serviceable little hover unit that could lift a small amount of weight. Is the hover unit working? No, it's broken. But it was, it's the same kind of thing that... Uh, that you'd attach to a briefcase if it was too heavy and you wanted it to float. Okay. Good enough. I feel like also uh, me coming in there, I'm leaving boot prints from the soot that uh, I'm completely covered in. Uh, so there's a trail of boot prints from Remy walking around and just looking at items and just putting it in his bag. 
The little AI drone is following you around very closely, Remy, and although it was asked to be silent, it is still hovering around you and just very curiously checking you out. You back off a bit, Ren, that's kind of annoying. I'm sorry. I've never seen a human with such an unusual head. Head, 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 head. Uh, well, to, you know, we all come in different flavors. I don't know what flavors are. I don't have a mouth. 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 Stop. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, yep, uh, it's, it's my head. Um, it's kind of got all, all, all my gear inside, and that's just, just how it is, friend. Friend? I have a friend now. Oh, God. Why is, why is Nine not muted? Did they ask it a question? Uh... It was directly addressed. Mm-hmm. Got some faulty AI in here. Oh, you know what? You know what? Me and uh, me and Nine will we'll talk about theology along the time. Along the way. All right. You you have a conversation with Nine about theology, and Iona and Sano are standing next to the elevator, and they watch you go off to AI control. I'm gonna head back. Iona, is this what we're looking for? And I flash the badge. Can we get on with this thing? Oh, I... Yeah, that's exactly what we needed. Thank you. You're welcome. See, just a little bit of... Common decency will go a long way. I'm sorry that I'm not holding your hand and feeding you cookies while you're out here trying to... I don't know... Save your bird. All right, all right, all right. Can we just finish the job, please? Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Me and Nana go to go check out the uh, that other room, not the incinerator. You head to contamination control, and inside you find a huge bottle of disinfectant that is bolted to the wall. Okay. You see four hazmat suits, like bioprotection suits. Two of them have been shredded and are covered with blood. And the other two are still in their original sealed packaging, hanging on the wall in a blister pack you have to rip open. Okay. And uh, on the ground are two dead scientists. Hmm. They're dead. are, Are they dead? They didn't come back to come back, quote unquote, to life. They're just on the ground. They've been chewed to pieces. Fucking, you're really testing me right now because I, I know this trick. I'm going to Isaac stomp their head first. Crunch. <laughs> Holy shit. What happens? Roll a d10. <laughs> You, you stamp down on the, the first scientist's head and it blasts open. There was already a huge chunk chewed out of it. So it just... And just cracks the ground and blood and brains spatter up towards the door. Okay, I feel... The other, the other body remains absolutely motionless. And now your right leg is now covered in blood. Helps get the suit off. 
Uh, let's uh, let let's check the room if uh, if there's anything else I missed, or is that pretty much it? No, that's it. All right, uh, I'm going to forget the sanitizer and just grab the 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 suits. I'm I'm joking. No, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna unbolt the hand sanitizer off. Cool. Oh. Roll me a d10. I have a tool hand. You do have a tool hand. You get advantage. Fair enough. What do you want me to roll? D10. Uh, I want you to roll uh, basic tech, because basic bolts tech. are basic tech. Okay. Remy, come on. What are you waiting for? Let's finish this thing. Effortlessly, you remove the tank from the wall. But as you pull it out, you notice on the back it says highly flammable. So it's a very high-grade alcohol. Okay, so it's like a spray, it's not a gel. Okay. Yeah, and, uh... Say, hey, Nine, can you go ahead and hold on to this for us? Nine sort of spins around and goes... I don't have arms. I'm I'm just going to attach it to your back real quick. Nine just falls to the ground. Falls to the ground? It it cannot take the weight of that tank. All right, I'll take it off. And it sort of... Re hovers up to head level. Uh, DM. It's a good thing I don't feel pain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, DM, as, as Remy does that, I want to just check out the incinerator room real quick, make sure there's nothing in there. Oh, Sano, come on. We were. Uh... You head into the incinerator, you see some stuff. And we're going to find out what that is by you rolling perception. 16. Right, as you look around, you see one. Very fresh shoe. And then footprints to the door. You see a, an abomination in the corner, but only half of it. Or maybe even a quarter of it. From the armpit down is gone. It's been burnt away. The incinerator door is open, and there's a big warning light flashing on the outside of the incinerator that says, Exhaust blockage. Critical failure. Well, no danger here. And on the other wall, there's a big hole, and what looks like a wood chipper but above it, it just says bone disposal. Well, I'll keep that in mind. And there's a, an emergency health hypo in this room for burn victims. So if you, there's a, like a burn kit in here. Oh, I will keep that in mind. Is it portable or no? Yeah, you can, it's, it's like a, just bolted to the wall and you'd replace it if it was used. You'd, like you pull it off in an emergency, like break glass kind of situation. Mm, I'll take the burn kit. Cool. You're just going to break the glass and grab it? Uh, yeah, it seems like <laughs> things didn't re- react to the giant gunfire flash bomb <laughs> that was created earlier. They're not going to react to this. So, yeah, I'll break the glass and I'll take the kit. Cool. You break the glass and you take the kit. Uh, no alarm goes off, although it does say on the box that an alarm will sound and a supervisor will be informed, but it nothing happens. It's just text. The illusion of safety, as it were. <laughs> Do you want to check out the footprints, or are you just going to go? Where are they leading? They lead from the incinerator. One of them is a shoe now, and to the door. What door? The door you just came through. And they lead to the incinerator? No, they lead out of the incinerator. Oh. And they kind of fade into the corridor, because the corridor's covered in grime and shit. I mean, I'll give a quick glance, like, where do... What's up with the footprints? They are very fresh. 
like really fresh, and you can see little soot particles around them. And there's a handprint on the door that looks doesn't look like it matches any of the abominations because their hands are so deformed. Uh, I will speak up. Is anyone in here? You just hear an echo. Well then. Uh, answer now. Or I will leave you to your peace. The abomination in the corner looks at you, but it can't move. Hmm. Very well. I will uh, exit the room. You walk back into the corridor, and Iona's standing there with Vendel. Uh, I will hand Iona a kit, the Fireburn healing kit. Jeb is just slouched down in the elevator, just spinning the cylinder of one of his revolvers. Are we getting going or what? Well, do we have everyone now? No, Remy's on his way back. Remy returns with the AI orb following him silently. Great, did you find anything good? I found a good couple bits and parts. Uh, and some new, uh, some new threads. And uh, I don't know if you noticed this giant bottle of um, highly flammable liquid. Is that... Is that hand sanitizer? I think so, yeah. Handy. And I, I, I pull mine out of my wrist. <laughs> you have plenty left. I take the card that, that Jeb uh, retrieved. So kindly, thank you again, Jeb. You're welcome. And I scan it. Boop, boop. And the elevator light for basement two unlocks and you see error on basement three blockage mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well let's go down to basement two and we'll figure it out from here the ai follows remy into the elevator as they enter and just hovers there in the elevator with you oh we'll we'll, we'll continue to start talking theology still no 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 no, none of that, please. I'm sorry, I gotta put you on mute, Iona, just a minute. And uh, we'll just converse via, uh, at least I'm gonna converse with them, um, just using binary speak across my screen. Okay. And they're also displaying binary speak on their eye screen. Okay, so it's not, you're not actually speaking out loud. Oh, thank God. Okay, that's fine. The beeping gets faster and faster and... Uh, Vendel looks up from the, the thing they're writing down, squints their eyes at the at Remian AI and goes, Ugh. Are you okay, Vendel? The beeping is annoying. It is annoying, isn't it? I would agree that that is annoying. Would anyone else like to say that that's annoying? Look, on that, we can agree, Iona. Everything the TV does annoys me, so that is nothing new. And with that, you've reached basement two, and the door slides open. Jebediah hides. <laughs> when the door opens, there's a corridor with two doors. 
There's a door on the left that says volunteer processing. There's a door on the right that says experimental application. Experimental application is locked. There's a big, like, error locked. And volunteer processing, the door has a green check to indicate the door is open. Now, Remy, that uh, that locked door wouldn't be any problem for you, would it? Remy, Remy, hey, hey buddy, I tap him on the back of the sh- on the I give him a nice big slap on the back. Hey, Remy, yeah, wow. you'll you'll hear the beeping come to a slow and you go, and that's why they need that to kind of continue on. And no, it's kind of crazy. What? Interesting. Remy, why don't we uh, want to take a look at that door over there? The uh, experimental application area looks to be locked, but uh, that ain't nothing that you can't handle in it. Uh, probably. Uh, here, Samurai, hold this, and I'll give Santa the uh, jug of fluid. Uh, I will grab onto it and look to Vendel and say, "Can can you hold this?" I'm not permitted to hold things for the TV man. <laughs> Iona, can Vendel hold this? Leave it in the elevator. So, Remy, do you step out of the elevator? Yes, I step out of the elevator. When you step out to the elevator, you step and your foot squishes. Ugh. And you lift your foot and, like, stuff and pass is stuck to the underside of your foot. As you look down, the ground is covered in a weird, creeping biomass that's creeping out of some of the vents, and a decent amount of it is coming out of the sort of crevices around the experimental application door. You make noise as you step forward. Not a lot, but you listen over to your left through the volunteer processing door. Careful now. Careful. If I had hair, it would stand up on its own. Chap sneaks. Are you going to sneak to see what it is? Yes. Cool. Roll me a stealth roll. I've been waiting for this, friends. You creep up to the door. And luckily, it's a little open. Because there's some biomass near the bottom of the doorway has blocked it from re from reclosing, which is probably why it's still open. And through the crack, you see into this incredibly well-lit room, and from what you can see, there are a bunch of cells, like very medical-like cages, and most of them, if not all of them, are smashed or broken. There's blood everywhere, there's pieces of different abominations all over the shop, so it's really hard to tell how many are in there. There is one thing you do see, though. There is a huge creature in this room. It's large. It has an extra set of arms. Oof. Somehow. And it's walking around eating pieces of abominations that aren't moving. There are three abominations following it around. I'd like to uh, take out my combat shovel and uh, slowly start to dig away at the excess gunk that seems to be keeping this door from closing properly, and uh, in hopes that it will then shut 
and keep these abominations far away from the rest of the party. So Jeb's going to try to quietly, but still effectively clear all of that biomass. Cool. You scrape it and you pull it and it's just close enough that as the door shuts, it just shuts. And you stare at the light, the green light that says door seal. And then you hear this. Door seal error. Fuck. Tiniest little noise. Appear inside. Did they hear it? You can't see inside anymore because the door shut. Shit. <laughs> so if you want, you can listen to the door to see if they've reacted to that noise. No, I'm backing away from that. You hear something on the other side of the door. France. France? France? Hey, hey, are you on? Remy, Sano, listen, we are not going through that door, you understand? There is a big motherfucker behind that, and I am not ready to deal with that kind of thing. That's Sano. Listen, Remy, can you unlock the door? Can we get through this without making too much of a fuss or a commotion? Yeah, yeah, I can try. Let me take a look at the door. With this, what, what do they got on the door? It's a hermetic seal door that's uh, broken a little bit, but the lock mechanism seems to have engaged, and there's a red light that says uh, locked on it with a little readout. All right, I uh, will inspect the door more. Uh, I would say I would like to look at it through electronic security tech. Sounds like a very smart idea. You see that the door has two bolts and at some point had like a security lock on it, but that security lock has been ripped off and there's just wires sticking out of that panel. Which is pretty lucky because it means you already have access to the inside of the panel. Then I would like to go ahead and try to reattach said ripped wires in what I believe would be the quickest bypass. Cool. Roll me basic tech. And that last inspection went really well, so give yourself plus two. Okay. It doesn't go very well, Remy. It sparks. The spark goes up your tool hand, goes into your TV head, and starts playing the last song that you played out loud from the speaker built into your head. Remy, what the fuck? I say keep it quiet. What are you doing? I don't know. I can't stop it. it won't, I can't. I got. I got to reboot, and I'll just. Don't see the kind of reboot. You power down, but that was loud. And now you hear like a banging on the door on the other side of uh, volunteer processing. And there's a, another bang, and the door deforms. All right, y'all, get ready. That there's another bang, coming. and the door deforms again. I toss the flammable hand sanitizer in that direction. The door opens, and it flies forward. Crashes onto the side of the room, missing everyone. 
and the tank rolls to the front of the doorway. Pulling through the doorway is this huge, shambling abomination. I'm throwing my last grenade at the, uh, at the vial of flammable goo. Let's see where that falls in initiative. The abomination comes through the doorway that it's now blown through, and it's huge. It's twice the height of the three abominations that are behind it, scrambling underneath its legs to try and come to the noise they just heard. Remy's head. And as Remy's head reboots, the fight begins with Sano, who just threw that tank of flammable liquid underneath the beast itself. Yes, uh, I will say, someone make some fire, please. Uh, as I get out my gun and start shooting at the creature. Oh, nice. I get plus one of this, because my solo. 17. Does that hit? Yes, it does. Right. They damage. Now, the hide of this creature is pretty tough, and so it kind of has natural armor. Uh, you you hit for more than the armor protects and, a, and kind of ablate it, so a piece of this, like, calcified flesh on one of its sides sort of rips off and falls to the ground. Um, and its its armor is now less powerful, that which is pretty cool. It's not good. Don't let him eat it. I hunker behind it in the elevator, preparing for, hopefully, a fiery explosion. Was did someone ask for fire? And I bite the pin out of my last grenade, and I roll it right to the uh, right at the feet of the beast right next to the flammable material Gia may I take my turn at the same time yes because I'm going to pull Remy out of the way since he is still rebooting I'm going to pull him into the elevator sounds good thank you Uh, you can have that as your free action and then you can shoot with that as well okay I'm going to are we waiting for the grenade to go off? Uh, but it's going to happen simultaneously. So if you want to pull Remy in, that's a free action. Doesn't cost you anything. But you can shoot as you pull him in if you want. I'm just going to focus on getting him in the elevator. Cool. So uh, if the if there's a problem with this explosion, you get a bonus because you didn't shoot. Jeb, roll me an athletics check to see how this grenade lands. All right, baby, come on. Fifteen. It rolls forward and just clinks against the flammable container. And you see the little readout on the grenade, because it's a pretty fancy grenade. Counts down from five. Are you using your free action to hide, or are you just going to stand there and watch it explode? <laughs> uh, no, Jeb's going to Jeb's gonna go ahead and dive backwards back into the, uh, behind the, uh, the doors of the elevator cool well if you're going to be diving then do an athletics check (laughs) could have just said walk but oh snappage dive right over my other friends do a nice tuck and roll as i slide back against the wall of the elevator you have so much adrenaline in your body that as you jump to head into and over your friends in the elevator you find yourself with this serene amount of time where you can look over at the impending explosion, and if you want to, you can shoot. Mid-air dive, just 
and the whole world around you has slowed down as you travel through the air. Goddamn bullet time, baby. What are you shooting? Oh, the big boy. Shooting the big boy. You hit with that. Roll damage. 12. That ain't bad. Does a lot of damage. The grenade counts down, beeps three times, and explodes. And there's just a fiery explosion as it catches the hand sanitizer container. The words highly flammable rip open as it adds to the fireball. And there's just a there's just a fireball that goes through the room, burns the scorches the ground of all of that bio stuff, and that stuff's now on fire. And the four enemies in the doorway start to scream and shout. And they all take I'm gonna say it's four D six plus two D six for that tank. 29. The fireball... Shouldn't have given you that tank, should I? The fireball engulfs everything, and they scream. The three tiny ones come apart almost instantly as the flesh drops off from their body as it burns off, the skeleton shaking slightly and falling to the ground. And the big one now only has half a shoulder and its head, and it screeches as fire slowly starts to scorch away at his face it melts falls to the ground and slumps down dead all right so next time how don't we have access to volunteer processing well uh for once good job cowboy see there again just a little bit of common decency between us folks you're welcome the experimental uh, application door fizzles finally reacting to Remy's machinations and it clunks open. And there's just this silence all of a sudden, which is broken by a noise coming from experimental application. Yes, I do. Next time on No Latency. I pull out my pistol and I shoot it. No, no, wait, no, I just, I don't want to be, help. And what is, what would you say is the possibility for me to turn into one of these abominations oh no not, not not the last song I was listening to oh now I'm embarrassed <laughs> who left this in here and I pick it up and I, th- I throw the backpack over my shoulder you're making me awfully nervous well, I suppose that's fair isn't it well apparently we just found a survivor do you have remorse for what transpired here or no here no these people signed a contract
Hi, just your friendly neighborhood cat cleric, Odd Thrill. And here's a word from your sponsor, Save the D8. In tales of legend, there are stories of heroes who stand for the good of the people, fight back the dark forces that defile the land, and bring peace to the world. Krakow, have you been cursed by a hag? Yeah, yeah my friends let me get stabbed while I'm sleeping. Can you help me? <laughs> and then there's these assholes. Gods don't exist. Yeah. This kid's It was meant to be. Okay. Okay. At dinner table, we don't talk about religion, okay? Oh, that has never stopped you before. <laughs> Every Thursday. I'm sorry, you're going to let Craggle have a flaming sword in one hand and a singing sword in the other? Have you thought this Listen, through? I asked as a courtesy. I don't need <laughs> any of y'all's no. fucking permission. <laughs> Listen, as a group of absolute maniacs try and save the world. There aren't mimics here. <laughs> yes, there are. We released oh, we released nine hundred mimics into the forest. You know what? That's a great point. You know what? That's fair. Can we just unleash an invasive species into this forest. Yeah, yeah, like, we do. Oh man! These are the adventures of Save the D Eight. We've done over a hundred hours of this podcast, and we still manage to have dumber conversations every week. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on our adventure once again here at No Latency. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at No Latency Pod. Check out our website at nolatencypodcast.com. And if you'd like to support us further, we have a Patreon. Get exclusive content, spin offs, bonus episodes, bloopers, ad free episodes, and so much more with weekly content to say thank you to our supporters and even spice up your own cyberpunk red games at home. No matter what level your support, thank you again so much for listening. We literally couldn't do this without you. And of course, we'll see you next time in Night City. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Jim. <laughs>